Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Welcome to today's episode. I'm super excited to be here as I always am because I have another amazing guest, my friend and colleague, Chris Cade. And our topic today is on how to write your future. And the beautiful thing about this show that we're going to have today is I swear I could probably have this conversation for a good, I don't know, hour, hour and a half, two hours with Chris. We're going to bring you all the juiciest pieces because there's so many threads to pull around what it really means to write your future on so many levels. So get ready for a really amazing conversation today. Let me introduce Chris to you officially. And then of course, I'll ask him my signature opening question. And then we'll get into a really rich and juicy conversation. I'm excited myself to see where it goes. So Chris Cade is the author of a book called Conscious Chronicling, How to Free Your Voice, Share Your Wisdom, and Write Your Future. He's also the founder of the Miracles Store, which is an inspirational online store where you can get uplifting shirts and hoodies and coffee mugs with positive quotes on them. And he donates 10% of the profits to help women and children rise up from domestic violence. And get this, he is also a certified firewalk instructor by Sundoor's Peggy Dillon. She is the person who taught Tony Robbins how to firewalk. He's also swum with the wild dolphins in the Bahamas. He's bent spoons with the Monroe Institute. And quite interestingly, he's left a six-figure job to become an entrepreneur, and he is a grateful full-time single father. One other interesting thing to note about Chris is his online courses are made completely free by the generous ties of his community supporters. And um, we'll send you everything you need to know in the show notes on how to connect with him there. But truly, like he believes that by being the miracles that we want to see in the world, together we can and do make the world a better place. You can see why I was so excited to have Chris here today. So welcome, Chris, to the show. It's good to be here, Christine. Thanks so much for having me. And I'm looking forward to uh, having fun and playing. Absolutely. Me too. Um, so tell us, uh, what was your journey like to authorship? Was it all about having fun and playing? Was it a childhood dream? Like, how did you end up writing this book, Conscious Chronicling? Well, the journey started over 10 years ago, and I'll spare you a lot of the details. But at the time, um, my wife at the time wanted to share her own spiritual stories online. So I said, okay, yeah, I'll make a website, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I was in the corporate world. I didn't care about helping people. I just wanted to make more money. And I thought if I could learn this online business, then I could make more money and retire sooner. So I made her the website and I just started sharing spiritual stories online. And at some point I felt compelled to write my own stories. I thought, okay, fine, whatever. Wrote a story, thought it was a flute. Then I felt compelled to write another. And after writing several stories, I realized there was a process that I was going through that was actually changing me by writing. Mm. And that really surprised me. And so then I said, hey, you know, I should write an ebook and help people go through this process. And so I wrote this ebook and 
then I had a copywriter slash metaphysical friend who said, you should do a product launch. There's this guy, Jeff Walker. He does product launches. He teaches this stuff. I said, okay, fine. So I made a product and then out of this whole thing and launched it. And that was uh, originally that program was called How to Write Short Stories for Spiritual Growth. And so that kind of catapulted me down the path of writing. And from there, I moved into the infopreneur space, um, continuing to write my newsletter, write more eBooks, um, write you know digital books. And over the 10 years, that original How to Write Short Stories for Spiritual Growth program took different shapes, went through multiple edits, and is now actually the book on Amazon Conscious Chronicling. So this is, you know, a, a 10 years of refining my own journey to find my voice. And that's how we actually got to Conscious Chronicling. Wow. What an amazing story. And especially, I mean, I think this is why you and I kind of resonate so much is this, this belief, this understanding and knowing that the very process of writing the stories themselves, right? Like the book itself that uh, for me, that's one of the most powerful transformational experiences someone ha can have because it really is, it kind of hits on all of the layers um, when you're writing in that way and writing your book. I've seen it over the years with all the people that have you know coached over the years. It's like, oh my gosh, they really do write themselves a new future um, because yeah. of who they become through the process. So anything more you want to add about that? Like the, who you become through the process part? Well, it, if we look at the the actual process of writing, there's so many steps to it. You know, there's the inspiration, there's the brainstorming, there's the first and several drafts, there's the editing, there's the marketing. And every one of those stages requires different mental faculties of us and different skill sets and different ways that we have to show up to be effective. And so from my experience, it really was each one of those steps revealed different parts of myself that either already had the foundation needed or needed to grow that foundation. And either way, I find that when I embark on any kind of adventure, which is really what writing is, we don't know who we will be at the end of the process, just like Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. You know, they start off reluctant. They don't want to, we don't want to do it. You know, it's hard, whatever it happens to be. Um, and as we go through that process, we keep growing and we find these wonderful gifts within ourselves. And by the end, this, this book becomes something magnificent, but so do we. Oh, so true. I love it. Like, let that land with you as you listen to that. Like, and so do we. And it's, it's sometimes I find it hard to explain. I have this process I take people through in the very beginning of my program, where the first thing they do is um, this tool that I have called the transformation quadrant. And I have them really look into and inquire around, you know, what is the transformation first and foremost that they want for themselves? And then of course their readers or business in the world. Um, but like, you know, several months into the journey or when someone's about ready to launch their book, I always tell them like, go back and look at what you wrote in the self quadrant and a hundred out of a hundred times they go back and look and they're like, oh my gosh, when I wrote that, like, I didn't even really know what I was writing. I don't even think it was really possible. It was just like this pipe dream of the transformation I might experience for myself. And now not only did all of that happen, but even more that I couldn't even, there wasn't even my awareness to even write about 
when I started. And it's like, it's, it's hard to explain um, what this experience is like, but yeah, transformational authorship truly does, you know, transform you from the inside out um, so that you become the living embodiment of the message, which is, you know, what this is all about. So thank you, Chris. Um, I am kind of curious on sort of a different topic, right? You heard me mention in the bio, everyone that, you know, Chris left this, you know, sort of comfy, secure six-figure corporate job um, and instead stepped onto this very uncertain path of entrepreneurship and writing. I'm just curious, like what inspired that change? Because, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of people just get stuck in the comfort and security. Like they, they, they are held by and bound by those golden handcuffs secretly dying inside miserable um but don't aren't able to actually make the the leap if you will so what was your journey in making that leap well it starts just before the story i told you that we opened with okay which is <laughs> the um, prequel here we go <laughs> yes the prequel so you know my wife at the time prior to wanting to do the spiritual stories thing um she and I basically had several relationship challenges and every time she would listen, I would, or she would talk, I would listen, pick up the rug, sweep everything under and put it down. And I just kind of pretended like there was no problem after the conversation happened, even if there was no resolution. And this pattern went on for a while. I wasn't interested, like I said, in personal growth, spirituality. I was happy and fat and my six-figure income, my Silicon Valley condo, my pretty wife, the kid on the way, like white picket fence, American dream. And she kind of got sick of that. And one day I said, look, either get a spiritual path or get a divorce lawyer. And I didn't like either option. Um, inside, honestly, I kind of wanted to throw her through the window. I was pretty angry. I felt like she was trying to take away everything that mattered to me. Um, but reluctantly, I went to the store looked at books, found a book that resonated with me, which ultimately led me to the Monroe Institute, which led me to studying the diamond approach and embarking on a spiritual path. And so this spiritual path started accelerating very quickly as I started to see the power of transformation in my life and really started to like who I was becoming, even though it was different than all I had ever taken myself to be. At the same time, we have the Spiritual Stories website that I had created. And then on top of that, wrote this How to Write Short Stories for Spiritual Growth book um, program. So entrepreneurship and spirituality started accelerating together at a very fast rate to the point where I really realized I don't want to be in corporate America anymore. This is, I had a great job. I mean, a, a fantastic six-figure job, work from home, low stress, like work on my own hours. Like it was the perfect job as far as I could see. And yet I didn't feel like I was really feeling fulfilled and I wanted to make a difference in the world. And I'd seen what a difference just a little bit had made. And I thought if I could, instead of working for like two or three hours at night after my wife and son go to bed on this, what if I could do this all the time? What difference could I make in, in the world and in people's lives? And that was the catalyst for me to finally tell my employer, look, you know, I love it here and I'm going to be leaving. Wow. Powerful story. Powerful story. Cause everyone gets to that point, right? Where it's like, we had the crossroads. What am I going to do? Am I going to do this or am I going to do that? And usually it's a matter of, am I going to stay, you know, safe and comfy, secure, as you talked about, 
or am I going to like really step into being everything I'm here to be and making the difference that I'm here to make? So powerful story. Thanks for sharing that. And I, I like, you don't necessarily have to share, but I'm going to ask the question <laughs> um, because like, you know, I, I often tell my clients, it's like, you know, just think of a book that you've read that changed your life. And almost instantly, everyone thinks of one book, maybe a couple more books. I know Biggie for me was Cheryl Richardson's book called The Unmistakable Touch of Grace. That book changed my life. And I, of course, tell them like, you know, like that could be your book. Someday someone could be thinking of your book as the book that changed their life. So I'm just curious if you like, if you even remember what the book, that first book was, because like this, like listen up, because this is the power of writing your book. Like this is the trajectory that can change as a result of you doing what you're here to do and writing your book. Yeah, I agree 100%. And I would say even further is that sometimes it's not even the whole book. It's a part of a book. It can be even a sentence. And um, and that's the power of editing and going through the process. So in this case, the, the book that changed my life um, was called Diamond Heart Book One by A.H. Almas. And I had been at the Neuro Institute and the teacher facilitators that recommended this book. And at the time I would buy like five or 10 books, stick them in front of me and see which one called to me. And I would read one. And so I would go through this process and, and I was reading a lot of books and eventually Diamond Heart Book One came into the rotation and I ignored it for a while. And finally I was like, okay, I feel compelled to read it. And so I read this book and most of it was nice and it was good spiritual stuff and it was it was meaty and it's about living in the present moment, curiosity, inquiring into the truth of our experience. But there was one chapter on truth that shook me mm. because so much of, you know, if we look at like law of attraction teachings and transformation, they, they say, you know, hey, you know, you don't want the object. You don't want the car or the relationship or the money. What you want is how it makes you feel. And if you get to the truth of that feeling, then you can, of course, manifest what you want. And that's, you know, very much the, the basic law of attraction teachings. And that's something that I'd started to adopt and feel into. And yet Diamond Heart Book One said, maybe there's something more than that. Because if we're chasing happiness, the truth is we may not know what actually makes us happy because we're chasing, again, the idea of happiness, no different than chasing the idea of a car or of a relationship, right? We're chasing this feeling that we want. And the author said, what if instead we looked for truth, the truth of this exact moment? What is it we are noticing? Because when we're fully present and we pursue the truth of something, then we can start to see what actually brings us joy in life, what actually makes us happy. So we don't chase the idea of happiness. We inquire into the present moment to see what is actually making us feel happy. And from that place, we already have the happiness we seek. And we gain the wisdom and knowledge to know how to deepen into that in our lives. And so this idea that I didn't want happiness, what I wanted was the truth of the moment to be present to truly get to know myself as I am. That's what changed my life. And that's what's been the foundation of pretty much everything I've written since then. Mm, so amazing. Thank you for sharing that. It sounds like it was a really incredibly powerful journey 
Um, and thank goodness the book was written, right? Yeah. Thank goodness, like Amen you got to that. to that chapter and this, you know, it's just amazing. I think of that movie slide, I don't know if you've seen it, Sliding Doors, where it's like yes. one yeah, version of the movie. Trump. Yeah, she makes the train, the other version, she doesn't make the train. And the, just the difference in the entirety of the life by just this one moment of making a train or not making a train. And it almost feel like I'm getting goosebumps actually to say that because I feel like this book for you was like that sliding door moment where there was life yeah. before and then life after um, Absolutely. because of this one book, you know, coming to you. So in terms of, you know, writing your future, I think we've, you know, covered a lot of ground and people are getting, and if they're here and listening, they're resonating with the fact that this writing process truly is a process of self discovery, self-expression, reclamation, um, truth, of course. So I'd love like for you to share any tips that you have for people in the writing process around this journey of being able to write their future as they write their book or their story. Yeah. Well, you touched on it a little bit with your quadrant, right? People write who they think they're going to become, and then they go through your process. And when they come at the end of your process or even in the middle of it, suddenly they realize not only have they become what they wrote down, but they've become so much more. And that's because part of what we're doing is voicing ourselves into the world. And by writing it, it becomes much more concrete. It becomes something where it's not just inside a little secret we have about what we want or who we're going to become in this tiny little voice. No it becomes a bold statement to the world. Even if it's a private statement to you on a piece of paper that no one else sees, it is a bold statement about who you are going to become and what you're gonna create. And when you start planning your book out, there's no way to truly grasp the enormity of what you're doing. And so it's simply the act of writing is going to change you in your life. And the more clear you get, with a process like yours where you, it's, it's intended to transform the author, the more inevitable that is. So if I were to really give a piece of advice, I would say find a process and stick to it, whatever that process is, because so many people will try a little of this, a little of that. They'll dabble here, they'll dabble there, maybe join one free email list and join one free challenge. And they don't actually commit to the process that will change them and get their book done. So, you know, that's the biggest piece of advice I have is follow a process, make sure you've got a coach, because that's what's going to actually write the future you want to create. Everything else is going to be a distraction, a little of this, a little of that, you know, a chapter here, a sentence there, some editing here, a coach there, like the, this whole disjointed thing that people often go through because they're trying to do it on their own. And they don't realize that if they really want to create that future for themselves, for their readers, for their book, they need to get committed to a process, committed to a coach or teacher, and just dive in 150%. Well, so well said. And this feels like an appropriate time to just tell everyone to make sure they check out a resource that I have. It wasn't anticipated. Like, I did not pay him to say that. And some of you, like, I'm not the right coach for it, but some of you I am. Um, and some of you might not know that are listening that I just actually opened up the first module of my entire Get Your Book Done program for free access for you to get in and wow. check it out. And the very first thing that I do in there, the first lesson that you'll go through 
is in fact the transformation quadrant and then a few other very powerful clarifying processes for you to go through. So if you wanted to get a taste of what my process is and you haven't yet, just go to freebookwritinghelp.com and uh, you'll see the transformation. There's you know video teaching, there's action guides, and I walk you through the entire process. So um, again, it's over in the uh, show notes as usual, but also freebookwritinghelp.com because maybe my process you know is the right fit for you. We'll see. We'll find out. That's um, an amazing gift. Thank you for making that available. Yeah. You know what? It came one morning in meditation. <laughs> I was sitting in meditation and I was like, I really, you know, these, this word, this marketing language, right? I need a new lead magnet. Like, I just really feel like the one I have isn't really, you know, the best service. It's a book on the transformation quadrant, but it's a, it's just, it's a more top, you know, surfacey experience rather than me really digging in and teaching and moving people through a process and giving them the action guides to do the exercises to really um, get the beginning foundation of this book done. And so in meditation one morning, I was like in this total la-la land and then like, boom, your next lead magnet is a free trial until you get your book done program. And I was awesome. like, okay. And I think it took us maybe two weeks to get it together. So it's available for you now as you're listening to this, uh, as you're listening to this podcast, again, it's at freebookwritinghelp.com. So you know, I, some my best ideas usually do come out of meditation, like many people, <laughs> perhaps yeah, you too, who knows. So talk about good ideas. Um, let's take a moment to talk about the miracle store, right? Because you heard in the introduction, not only is Chris an author and has all these online courses and all that stuff, but also founded a store called the miracle store. And uh, part of the reason why I wanted to have Chris come on now at this point is because, you know, it's been a kooky year. Um, to say the least, quite an evolutionary year, I think, for humanity and planet Earth. And we're moving into a holiday season when, you know, we like, it's going to be weird. We might not be able to see people like we usually do, but we're still going to be sending and sharing gifts and ideally gifts that inspire and bring hope and, and um, you know, comfort and light with some of those gifts that we give. Um, so talk to us a little bit about how the miracle store came to be. And of course, when you head over to the show notes, you will see there as well that there's a link to the miracle store um, for you to maybe get some shopping done for your loved ones um, this season. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, first of all, it really evolved from me going to workshops and spiritual trainings and things and feeling like I came back and it's like I'd forget the teachings after a couple of weeks. You know, it's like it was a great, wonderful experience, but it wasn't fully sticking. And so I thought, what if I had some kind of positive message and image, something that helps me anchor back into the retreat experience? So that was the initial kind of inspiration, but it deepened from this idea also that I've been writing and helping people change their lives from the inside out for a decade plus now. And that's one way to change our lives. The other way to change our lives is from the outside in. We change our environment, you know, feng shui, we, we clean up where we live, you know, and if we surround ourselves with positivity, that will naturally help us feel more positive. And so it was this mix of a bunch of different ideas coming together where I wanted to be able to anchor important messages from retreats and workshops back into myself. I wanted to be able to surround myself with positive energy, positive mindset. And I also realized that if I'm wearing a shirt or a hoodie or a beanie that has 
a positive message on it out in the world and someone's having a bad day or a rough day, it might just be the thing that makes them pause and take a deep breath and maybe change the direction of their day. Just like we talked about a book or a chapter could change the direction of someone's life. Sometimes the right message at the right time will change the direction of someone's day. And so that's where the Miracle Store really came from is this combination of wanting to create our own environment to change our lives and at the same time be able to take a coffee mug, a shirt, a hoodie and have that be in someone else's life and have them be positively impacted. Love it. And I have to say, as we're talking right now, like I'm looking on the website and some of the types of things he has is, you know, a tank top that says, do all things with love, a mug that says today's forecast, you know, mostly magical with a chance of miracles, <laughs> right? All of these beautiful, you know, nothing real can be threatened, you know, be the miracle. And I, I mean, I'm sure that, uh, especially in these times that we're living in today, like if more people walked around with this positive vibe going out in the world, you know, as compared to some of the, you know, uh, not exactly positive t-shirts that we see people wearing. I would even say some right. of the ones I've seen at like our, our local, uh, county fair, yep. um, not, not good, not good. Definitely not putting out good vibes in the world. Um, but these, I mean, these messages, these inspirations, um, and I, like I said, we timed this ideally so that you could go over there and actually start doing some really inspirational and positive shopping, um, for the loved ones for your holiday season, gift giving, um, and spread more light in the world. Um, yeah. and get like, yeah. And the website is the miracles, like the miracles.store. Um, but again, we've got over in the show notes, we have a link to the store. We have a link to Chris's website. We have a link to his book. We have a link to also a free resource. Um, can you talk just a little bit about the free resource you've got for everyone called Getting Things Changed as an e-course? But uh, what, yes. can, what can everyone expect to, to get from uh, participating in that free e-course? Yeah, you bet. And I'm actually going to do a quick backtrack on the Miracle okay. Store for a brief moment which is just for your audience, I am doing a discount of $10 off your first order, which is more than I pretty much have ever done anywhere, um, which means if you get like a $14 coffee mug, it's like four bucks <laughs> plus shipping. So to do that, use the coupon code, get your book done. All one word, get your book done and you can grab 10 bucks off your first order because it's about the message and the mission, not about the profit um, and changing the world. So I wanted to, get that over there. And now to answer your question about getting things incredibly changed. generous. Thank you. And I might need to offline, uh, have a chat with you about how else I can <laughs> share that, um, of perhaps course. beyond our listening base. So yeah, anyway, definitely. um, so thank you for that. And getting things changed is an e-course I developed several years ago because I realized that the, the process that we go through so many people expect quick change. They want transformation overnight. And we're lucky in rare situations when that happens. Most of the time, transformation is like a thermometer. You know, the, the water keeps getting hot and hotter and hotter. And once it gets to 211 degrees, it's really hot and it'll burn you. But you get to 212 and suddenly you have boiling water. And transformation is very much like that. And, and, you know, you can see it with the authors you've worked through in your process. You know, they don't realize what's happening until like, oh, wow, it happened. And so getting things changed is an e-course. It's six days long, one lesson per day. And each lesson is about how to change your life. What are the obstacles getting in the way 
simple things like how to make your meditations more effective. Why do people quit meditation when they could keep going? Um, and there's several other lessons along with that, really about debunking myths around transformation. And each of these lessons leads into my Liberate Your Life program, which as you mentioned at the beginning of our call, is actually free now. It used to be $137 or something. I give away all my programs for free. So now my whole sales process, my funnel, my lead magnets, the things I give away to bring people into my business, like getting things changed, lead into ultimately another free resource that I hope people will, will tithe and kick back and help uh, fund making these resources available to more people. But that's the short version of what getting things changed is. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with everyone. And thank you for just being a model of a different way of doing things, right? Some of you, you're inspired because, you know, you love this idea of writing the future and, and maybe you'll go check out Chris's book, Conscious Chronicling. Um, some of you will go to the miracle store and be like, oh my gosh, I'm just, I'm scrolling through now looking at, you know, even more amazing t-shirts. I'll have to go do some shopping myself for some <laughs> holiday gifts. Um, but some of you like just got your money's worth right there. Just getting a sense of understanding, like, wait, hold on. There's a, there's a model where everything can be given away for free and it still works and supports a business. So, um, thank you just so much, Chris, for everything that you shared today. I have one final question for you before we wrap for the day. And that is if there's only one thing that you want listeners to walk away with from this conversation today, um, you know, just they can lock into their heart and soul from this conversation. What's the one most important thing you want everyone to get? Follow your truth and your process, because the more you dive into the present moment and who you are and how you're showing up in this process, I mean, in all of life and especially in writing, what will happen is your, your book will reveal itself to you. It doesn't have to be a... Uh, a, like a begrudging, laborious process slogging through the mud, like what we have heard many authors go through. It, your experience can be a beautiful experience of just following the next step, the thread, the clue. And having a framework like yours is essential. And at the same time, going through that process by looking for the truth of who you are in any given moment and the truth of what your book is revealing to you will ultimately write a book far better and far more transformational than you could ever imagine. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you are all writing down, um, tattooing on your heart, follow your truth. Um, powerful words. Thank you so much for your time today, Chris. I, like I said, I feel like there's so many, so much more we can talk about. Maybe we'll have you back again um, for another show, but thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate your time. I appreciate the model that you are. I appreciate your sharing of your story um, and just all of the incredible work that you're doing and the inspiration that you were for listeners today. So thank you. You're welcome. It is a delight to be of service to you and your community. Thank you. And to all of my amazing listeners, yes, I'm talking to you. I'm going to thank you for being here. And if you've listened before, you know that I'm thanking you not just for listening, but I'm thanking you for being the kind of person who is someone who wants to write a book, who wants to take this on as a transformational process, who believes in the power that a book can make, not only 
for your readers, you know, for your business, for the world. But as we talked so much about today, you're also the kind of person who realizes that this process, this writing your book process is going to also transform and change you to help you bring more of your light, your love, your wisdom, your gifts, your leadership to the world. So thank you for being that kind of person, for taking the time to listen and tune in. I look very forward to being with you on the next episode. And until then, happy writing, everyone. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.